0: Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Comedy. This time I have Alan Todd on. Now I met Alan not through Ultra Comedy but within the same group with Ultra Comedy. Viv G who ran the lessons for Ultra Comedy then did some sort of intermediate lessons following on from that and I met Alan here. Viv brought together this incredible group of people and Alan just has that cheeky sensibility about him that that makes his comedy work on stage. Listen to the interview, it's incredible, we talk about his comedy influences and he's such a great guest, please listen. All right, first of all thank you so much for doing this podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, it was a pleasure.
0: Of course. So where are you with your comedy right now?
1: Uh, Still very early, I think I've done maybe 10 or 11 gigs, like something like that, five minutes at a time, so not a a great deal of stage time. I know a lot of folk that kind of started the same time as me have done like six, seven gigs a week for the past however many months, whereas I've been maybe one a week, so uh, (laughs) still still early days.
0: And... Do you feel like you
1: should be doing more, or are you quite comfortable with where you're at? A bit of both, to be honest. I think in life in general, I could always be doing more, but I get comfortable doing enough to get by, so (laughs) that's kind of me in a (laughs) nutshell. No, definitely. Um, And
0: in terms of what you want to get out of comedy, do you see it as more of a hobby or more of a career?
1: I mean, I've always been funny, so, you know, no, (laughs) uh, it's, I would say more of a hobby for me, like, I I don't think I'm going to be the next Kevin Bridges or Billy Connolly, and so, yeah, I just, I like the, the buzz of, kind of, having people laugh at the stupid things that I say, so, definitely more of a hobby. And, um, how do you balance,
0: sort of, your life with comedy? You're saying you're only doing one gig a week. Is that because you're so busy in the rest of your life?
1: No, pure laziness. Uh, <laughs> absolute kind of just easygoing attitude to the whole thing. I'm just like, oh, I should probably apply for that when somebody puts up a oh acts wanted kind of thing and then I, I forget <laughs> all about it for ages. I didn't do anything last week or, and I've got nothing this week because I was quite busy we work but that's a, a rarity it's usually just a, a case of eh I'll, I'll do one <laughs> whenever
0: yeah I have to say I'm, I'm a little bit like that as well <laughs> then I'm like oh I should probably do something now
1: <laughs> yeah I, I'm kind of envious or in awe of the folk who are like oh just absolutely on it like there's a few folk that I started with uh, one guy in particular Alec who is off doing Four dates in Ireland, like over the next few days, and I'm like, oh wow, I can, I can barely get out of my postcode. Do you know what I mean? And he's off in a different country, so <laughs> that's a uh, something to aspire to, I suppose. <laughs> and in terms of your content,
0: how do you do? You have like a writing process, or are you more of an improviser?
1: Uh I mean. I was saying this to someone the other day who was asking me about uh, how it was going and I was, I I should write more, but again, see the first answer, lazy. So (laughs) I just kind of, I've been doing pretty much the same five minutes with changes for the past couple of months in the, the odd gig here and there that I do. So I've got little ideas for other things, but they're just basically like, acorns at the moment they've not they've not grown into anything specific but everything that i do on stage is pretty much scripted like there's 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 a little bit of like uh, improvisation that will come in if, if something funny happens mm. between like the gig starting and me going on like if somebody prior like says something silly or whatever that i can build on then i'll, I'll do that but for the most part it's uh, I go up and i say the same things that i've said however many times before
0: and do, do you find that practice makes perfect with your your set that you go up and do all the time or do you sometimes struggle with different
1: audiences yeah different audiences is definitely a, a thing uh, the most recent gig i did not the most recent one uh, the one just before that uh, was a uh, Tough one, there was folk, there was a lot of acts on that night, and everyone pretty much was really funny, but the audience just weren't having it, so by the time I went on, it was like really late in the night, and they were kind of bored, and half of them had left, and uh, yeah, I could have maybe changed up my approach a little bit, but I went on a little bit kind of antagonistic rather than (laughs) than being my usual (laughs) cheerful, personable self, so... I kind of brought on that terrible performance on my myself but uh, I suppose uh,
0: the audience is a big part of that as well
1: yeah I mean I think I think you shouldn't blame the audience you should like if you if you can see that it's not working then you should maybe have other stuff up your sleeve and mm. I just I didn't my first joke was to uh, insult the the town that I was in kind of thing and they I don't think the ones that remained liked that very much, so it was kind of my fault for being a bit of a, a bit of a dick, to be honest, so.
0: <laughs> and I suppose once, once that first one goes downhill, that's you, <laughs>
1: you can just, yeah, that's it for the rest yeah. of the set. Oh, 100%. Uh, it, it was getting worse and worse. The thing is that I found it really funny that they were really not into me, so I've heard <laughs> other folk saying like they bombed one night and they were like oh it was terrible and uh, I think I thought about chucking it and I, I thought it was one of the funniest things ever when I when I bombed I thought it was it was some <laughs> laugh but uh, I wouldn't like to do it all the time like I, I quite like the fact that at least a couple of folk usually chuckle so that's definitely preferable.
0: That's quite quite a healthy attitude to, to not having a good gig.
1: <laughs> I... I, I I was not expecting to have that attitude. I thought I would be devastated when I bombed, but uh, no, God knows. (laughs) I've just kind of got to be a bit more philosophical as I've gotten older.
0: (laughs) And in terms of the comedians that you watch, who would you say is your biggest sort of comedy
1: influence? I mean, I kind of... Mostly like older ones at this point. Like I I, I loved... uh, Richard Pryor, I loved. Mm. I still love Richard Pryor. I love Billy Connolly. I love. uh, Oh my god, I've went blank. I love Bill Hicks. I loved like uh, folk like that, like really angry (laughs) folk, like who were like wanted to change things. And you know, I know Billy Connolly and uh, maybe Richard Pryor, not as angry. Maybe Richard Pryor, to be fair, but uh, (laughs) I like. good question. I'm, I'm, I knew this question was coming and I'm still struggling. Uh, I'm terrible with names as well, which is not really good. Like I can see a lot of faces <laughs> in my head and, and, and names are it, eluding me. But no, the, the, the audience with Billy Connolly, uh, uh, one where he's wearing the zebra shirt and the pink name behind him was like the oh, thing that made me really want to do it. It's so uh, good. Oh, It's amazing. Like, it's just, he's got all the celebrities and he's just like tearing into them, that's really funny Bill Hicks I just liked for his his anger and you know, also funny, uh, Richard Pryor was just, I don't know, I think he might be the best that's ever done it, so it's kind of mm. high high aspirations on, on that kind of front, but there's a lot of folk that I like, that kind of contemporary ones uh, folk that have started recently that I've been watching that I just I thought they are hilarious, a bunch of the folk that we were in the same room with I thought are really good uh, I'm not mentioning any names because what ended you got a big header in uh,
0: (laughs) No but we were in a room of very funny people,
1: very very funny people. Definitely and Viv, I mean if it wasn't for Viv then I would not have continued doing any things at all because she was really supportive so yeah gotta, gotta say she's been a big influence at this point as well
0: Oh I 100% feel the same on that one i think if it hadn't been her i don't think i would have continued going and and
1: trying yeah. no definitely she's just like really kind of eased me into the whole thing and i'm assuming the same way you like yeah. probably spotted that eh uh, maybe i don't know like sometimes like, folks say oh i didn't realize you were so nervous like you seemed okay but like quite often if i'm having to speak in front of folk that I'm I'm a nervous wreck, it might not always show, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, she definitely helped me with that, and I, like, wouldn't be continuing to do it if it wasn't for her, so, aye, thanks Viv.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you, Viv. <laughs> so, so you're saying you get quite nervous, do you have any, like, ways of getting around that?
1: I mean, when I was younger it was to drink lots, uh, mm-hmm. not so much anymore, I think I'm just a wee bit more... I don't know, comfortable in my skin and after bombing that other night I was just like, <laughs> If that's the worst that happens, then you know, it's it's not that bad. Folk didn't laugh when I said a joke. Folk don't laugh when I say things all the time in real life. So that's fine. I can life goes on. Uh I I think it's just realising that embarrassing yourself isn't the worst thing that can happen. So you know, just just what do it. Ad- um, Honestly,
0: this is like the healthiest attitude I've ever heard to bombing a gig. This is amazing. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> oh, thank
1: you. I, I was happy for me as well. I thought I'd be, again, I thought I'd be a nervous wreck and like, be devastated, but no, it's it's quite funny. So,
0: <laughs> So I've obviously seen some of your comedy mm-hmm. and you have likened your appearance to Robin Williams. Yeah. Would you say he's an influence for you?
1: Yeah. Uh, gr- growing up, loved Mark and Mindy. Uh, loved uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Loved mm. Mrs Doubtfire. Loved his more serious stuff as well. Like, And then, I obviously, I've seen a bunch of these stand-up. And I I think the guy's one of the, the funniest people that's ever lived. And he seemed like a genuinely good guy as well. So that's always... It's always nice to hear. Uh, yeah, it's nice when
0: you hear and, they're actually decent people.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure like there's people out there like oh he did this and he did that and you know we've all kind of done that we're we're not 100 percent proud of but you know I seen a video the other day with him and his daughter and they were talking about what his name she was named after Zelda from the the Legend of Zelda games and. It's, Mm. It's just the nicest video that I've seen in a while and obviously it's from a while back because sadly he's gone, but yeah, he's a a sweet human being and one of the funniest that's ever done it, a talented actor and it's a real thing, he's gone.
0: Yeah, he's got everything, he had everything. It was so yeah. naturally funny. Handsome. And that's how I felt when I met you, I was like, oh, this this person is so naturally funny.
1: No, You just seem it. to have
0: such a... I'm a just kidding, nat- keep going, keep going. <laughs> I know, I'll I'll big your head up a little bit. <laughs> but but no, seriously, uh, I mean, the whole group, to be honest, I felt were very... Yeah. We're all naturally have that inkling to be funny and, and, and come up with the next joke or the next punchline, and it was just... I mean, I don't know how you feel, but I felt so warm every time I went into that room every week.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh... The, the first time I went in, obviously I came in with, with Viv, we travelled through from, from Glasgow to, to Edinburgh for those classes, and mm. it was in uh, Andrew's house, yep. which is some pad. Uh, oh, it's yeah, brilliant. Was, <laughs> I, oh, it's beautiful, right? It's huge. But uh, I was really nervous and just kind of kept, like, my head down a little bit, I thought at first, but everybody was loved, and over the weeks, like, it just seemed like, yeah, no problem there. Um part of the group, that's fine. The mm. the Glasgow folk, it was it was pretty much the same when I did the, the class with them before that. And you know, everybody I think walked into that class really nervous and by the end of it I think we were all still pretty nervous, but at least we were nervous <laughs> together, so that was okay. But yeah, a whole bunch of funny people and quite different styles, a lot of them as well. Mm. Which which was uh, which was fun. The day we did the kind of dealing with hecklers where we had to say something about the person next to us and then they had to respond oh, yeah. was, was hilarious. That was a good day. I really enjoyed yeah, it was that a one. Lot of fun. Yeah, just kinda a lot of off the cuff stuff. Uh flat yeah, in Absolutely. one person's case.
0: <laughs> no, your yours is so funny that you <laughs> You timed a fart to be like, oh god, that was so funny.
1: Yeah, folk who know me, like <laughs> folk who have been in my company for long enough, will know that it's not a like an oddity. Like I am a, a windy <laughs> person, unfortunately. What can I say? I think it must be my diet, but uh, yeah. Oh it's no, not like it's I'm so perfect. I'm in for the the majority of the time. <laughs> Plus, that's my level of humor. You know, Spartan and dick jokes. That's uh, I'm all about that. It's good. <laughs>
0: Oh, definitely, and and as you're saying, we had such a variety. So, so it's nice to have that sort of different style of comedy to to what you know some of the other people were doing when they were talking about like autism or or you yeah. know some heavier subjects, shall I say? Oh, <laughs> it's nice to have the contrast. Like,
1: and, yeah, and even the folk who were saying some really serious stuff, it was it was still killer. <laughs> like, like just they managed to make it so funny and relatable that it was, you know, you kind of you felt bad about last time, but it was still good. I know. Uh, you are saying about naturally funny people, like naturally funny and a lot of them just seem to have the, the kind of get up and go or the drive, which I seem to be missing and, you know, mm. you've got Dan and a few others who are putting on nights like through your neck of the woods uh, through here. There's a few guys I know that have started doing their own thing Yeah. And they uh, it's just nice to see. Actually, uh, it, it seems to me that there's more people doing stand-up comedy now than, than there ever has been in the past. Certainly in Glasgow and Edinburgh, it just looks as if it's exploded over the last little while. I've definitely uh, seen a surge, yeah. It seems, right, just like more and more nights popping up. It's not something that I was ever really tuned into before, so maybe I was just not paying attention. But
0: hmm.
1: yeah, the amount of... Like, you could you could do several gigs night every night of the week. It seems there's enough like different places. Yeah, there's something pretty so... much every night. Yeah,
0: which is mad to me because I feel like when I looked before, I didn't know about anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a, a bunch of folk who have came to see me a couple of times now are like, "Is this does this happen all the time?" And I'm like, "Every night there's something on somewhere like and all over the country." And they're like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't know either." They're like. It just seems to be the thing that, unless you're looking, you're not, you know, aware of.
0: Yeah. I was actually in Dublin last week, and the same thing. There was just so many comedy nights to choose from, so I don't think it's purely, like, you Scotland-based. I think it's, like, worldwide that comedy is coming into such a... There's such a surgence for it right now.
1: Which, good show, because... after. Last few years especially, uh, I think we could all be doing a a little bit of cheering up, right?
0: Definitely. So, I know you're saying you're lazy with gigs, but do you have any coming up?
1: Yeah, I've got two. Uh, One, I'm emceeing, which is the gantry in Paisley on the 25th, I think. It's the the Thursday, whatever date that is. So I'm emceeing that night. I can't even, I don't even know who's on yeah, but I'll I'll be doing that one, and then the following week on the Wednesday, which is like second or third of June, is lalsa and salsa in Glasgow, and some of the folk that are on that one are are really funny. A uh, couple of folk that I did the the kind of intro class we've have are doing it, and some folk that I've only seen never like performed with. So I'm looking forward to both. Oh no, that sounds brilliant, yeah.
0: Thank you so much for reaching the end of the podcast. Next week, I'll have someone else from my ultra-comedy family.